Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life-ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. We want to thank HEB for making today's podcast possible. HEB makes it a priority to get involved and make a difference in the lives of friends and neighbors. HEB Operation Appreciation is a company-wide campaign created to honor the brave men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces, men and women who are HEB partners and customers, friends and family. Operation Appreciation partners with organizations like us, the Military Child Education Coalition, that supports U.S. troops and their families. In contributing time, talent, and financial support, HEB recognizes and appreciates the dedication and sacrifices service members make on behalf of the nation. For our listeners in Texas, check out one of your neighborhood HEB grocery stores. HEB is in the people business. They just happen to sell groceries. Hello, everyone. My name is Tracy Brown. I am with the Military Child Education Coalition Student Programs, and today I'm here with Elena from the Bloom website. Hello, Elena. How are you? Hi, Tracy. I'm good. How are you? Great. So can we start with you sharing a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. So my name is Elena, as you've mentioned. I'm 16 years old. I am an 11th grader. I'm a military kid, as we've also mentioned, but I am also a youth reporter for EarthX. I'm a builder for Civics 2030 and Civics Unplugged. I'm a podcast host as well, and I'm the co-founder, editor-in-chief, and outreach coordinator at Bloom Empowering the Military Teen. Wow. That's a, that's a long resume there, Elena. <laughs> <laughs> So Elena, we got together, we at Student Programs found out about Bloom, which is a military website that you put together for military teens. So tell me about Bloom and how you got involved with it. It's definitely a collaboration of things. I think I first had the idea for Bloom probably sometime in late 2019, probably around August, September like, I guess a year ago. (laughs) And I had been just coming off of a really hard move that was very emotionally tolling. And I was really sad because I was losing a lot of great friends and a great school. And I was also moving after my freshman year and going into my sophomore year at a different school, which is also really tough because you're starting as the new kid, but you're a sophomore, you're not a freshman anymore. So you're not, you stand out, you're different than just being the new kid among new kids. And I kind of had an idea for some sort of community where we as military teens and kids could talk and be honest and share our experiences because it's not an easy life that we lead and it's not our choice. And it's really hard sometimes to cope with the kind of things that we have to go through. And I think it's always nice to know that we're not alone in this process and that there are other kids doing the same thing and going through the same thing. And I just really wanted to have some sense of community 
but that idea kind of, it kind of got pushed to the wayside because school was starting and I had things to do and I had classes to keep up with and rehearsals for theater and all my extracurriculars. And it just got really, really busy, but I had discussed it briefly with some of my friends and I was like, this is, this is a cool idea, right? And they were all in support of it. But fast forward to about February timeframe, maybe early March, the whole COVID-19 pandemic was just getting started, especially in America. And suddenly I was out of school and I was doing online school and I was off school for two weeks and I can't not do anything. (laughs) I have to be occupied. It's really hard for me to just sit there and watch TV all day for like three weeks straight. Um, I have to do something. And so I kind of pondered and I was like, hey, let's revisit this idea. Let's, let's hammer this out. Let's make this into something that can actually be created. So I called up my good friend, Matthew. He is my partner in crime. He's my, one of my best friends in the world. And I said, hey, do you want to do this with me? Let's go full out. Let's push. Let's really try to get this off the ground. And he was all in. So from about February-ish timeframe to April, we were spending all of our free time working on Bloom. Um, we made the website. We wrote articles. We recruited our friends as writers. We built a team and we managed <laughs> everything. And it was really a a learning experience on how to get something started (laughs) and also how to manage your time because we soon had to deal with online school and going back to school and managing school and finishing up the school year and a website and all that. But on April 10th of 2020, we launched the website with a great team of about 20 kids, I believe. And yeah, it's, it exploded and it's been growing so much and it's just been such a cool experience. We are about almost next month will be six months since the site launched and it has been a wild and amazing ride. Wow. Talk about a visionary. You really <laughs> sat down and, and uh, saw that out, didn't you? I see on your, uh, like under, it says Elena and it says co-founder, editor in chief of Bloom. So it's between you and Mike. Yeah. So actually we had, at first, Matthew and I were the only people editing articles. Um, When there was a staff of 15, 20 people, that was more manageable. But Mm -hmm. as our staff grew, now I believe other than Matthew and I, I think there's 27, maybe 29 other people. That's a lot of articles to edit, especially since we ask our writers to do at least once a month. So that's like 30 articles. And then there are some writers who go above and beyond and write two or three. And that just got a lot. It was just really hard to manage all that. So we recruited two of our most trusted writers and friends. And they are Henry and Ash. And they are on our editing team. So it goes through a round of editing between the four of us. And then it's sent out for publishing. Yeah, and I will talk a little bit more about it, but if other people want to know about Bloom, how do they find you? So our website is bloommilitaryteens.org. And if you want to find us on the socials, uh, we are at Bloom Military Teens on Instagram and Facebook. And on Twitter, we are at Bloom Mill Teens because they don't allow usernames with over 15 characters. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) I didn't know that either. And then I was like, hey, I have to change the username now. (laughs) 
okay. All right. Sometimes it seems like you see like it, it's a mile long, but I guess. Right. Uh, <laughs> so how many times have you moved? How many times have you and your family? Is it your mom or your dad? That's my dad is, um, yes, he's in the army. And I think I've moved. I honestly haven't really sat down and count probably six or seven times. I've moved all over. I've been to Germany. I've been all over the East Coast, Virginia, Florida, Pennsylvania, Alabama, back to Florida. So <laughs> I've definitely moved around. So, you know, I read your poem on Pride. Oh, that's really? I, yeah, I did. I read that on your website. Can you tell me a little bit about what inspired that or just anything you want to say about that? I guess what inspired it is I was sitting in school one day and people were talking about how they were or were not proud of our country. And I, I really had to have that sort of inner monologue and reflection on, am I proud of my country? And I think that the root of pride for me in my country is my father and the people who serve. And it was kind of came out of that because no matter your political affiliation or what you believe politically, I think there is always something in wherever you live to be proud of, whether that be your culture, whether that be your language, whether that be the people who serve it, whether that be your hometown. I think I think it's important to find what you're proud of, of where you're from and, and where you live. And for me, I guess that's my connection to the military community. I love the military community. I've met so many amazing people there. So that's what's kind of inspired that poem. <laughs> okay, great. So can you talk a little bit about what deployments and homecomings and that's meant to your family? Oh yeah. So my dad has deployed a few times and they always seem to like happen right when my mom's about to have a child. (laughs) (laughs) So it's always terrible timing and he always has to come back for the birth of his child. Um, But the one I was referring to in the article, I believe you're talking about, which is um, that one happened when I was probably around eight or nine years old. Um, that was the first time like it really hit me the gravity of what he was doing and where he was going and what was happening. Because when I was like five or three, I didn't really understand what was going on. It was just he left for a long time, but then he came back and everything was okay. Um, So when I was older, I really understood what was going on. And that made it a a lot harder experience, but also a lot more emotional and important experience when he came back. And um, I think that it was, it was really a special experience to have it at that age where I was old enough to understand what was going on because I just valued his presence when he came back a lot more. So I noticed that the Bloom's, the Bloom website talks about empowering the military team. And so how do you feel like being a military kid um, has empowered or inspired you? I think that a lot of my inspiration from being a military teen comes from other military teens, especially when I look through the comments on our posts and kids are talking about their experiences and relating to each other and connecting. One time we had someone say, oh, I'm going through this really hard move. This article really stuck out to me. And someone responded and said, hey, I know what you're going through. If you ever need anything, just let me know. We've all been there. I understand. And it was just, it made me so happy to see that we're connecting other military teens and it's just so inspiring to see them connect and make real relationships and help each other out. Even when you don't really know them that well, or they're on the other side of the world, it's really empowering and inspiring to see all of these kids get together and work together and care for each other. Great. 
So you talk about how sometimes um, maybe some other students, military students have come to your site and they, they have related to some of the things that, some of the stories that you have. Do you have any, any uh, transitions that stick out to you? Maybe the most, maybe it was elementary or middle or high school or any move that sticks out to you the most? It was probably the one that I moved after my freshman year of high school. I moved from Pennsylvania and I had established such a great friend group in Pennsylvania. I was only there for a year. It was a year duty station, but I had a great close group of friends. I loved my school and my teachers and I loved being up north because I've lived mostly in the south and I liked having snow and cold weather and I really loved being there and it was really heartbreaking to leave all of those amazing people in that amazing place. But I think it made me stronger and it made me realize more about myself and it made me fight for those relationships that I wanted to keep. So I'm still in touch with a lot of my friends from Pennsylvania, including Matthew, obviously. We met in Pennsylvania. And yeah, I think that that's been the most impactful move for me. So where is Matthew now? Matthew's in South Korea. We met in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. We were both freshmen and we were in the same English class together and I I thought he hated me (laughs) um, at first. So I like didn't really talk to him, but then we were, we were stuck together for a group project and we became very fast friends and we spent our entire year working on projects, both in school and out of school together. And he's just one of the smartest and most genuine and most level-headed people I've ever met. And I mean that as a compliment, Matthew, if you're listening to this. I hope he is. I have to talk to Matthew (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he's one of the best people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting and working with. So. Okay. So you'd say that maybe Pennsylvania was one of your favorite places you lived. Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Okay. So what are your plans for after high school? Um, I want to go to college. I'm not 100% sure what I want to study yet, but it's probably going to be something either involving writing or involving technology. And I also want to stay in involved in Bloom in some capacity, even though I feel like it would be inappropriate for me to continue the role I have now when I'm not a teenager. I think that it Bloom is something that I've made with Matthew, and I think that we both have this sense of wanting to stay involved with it because it's like our little, it's our little baby. We want to see it grow up and we want to be involved in its life. I don't think that we'll be as involved when we grow up, but I think we'll always, you know, be doing something for Bloom. We'll be involved in some capacity, whether that be, you know, a mentor for whoever's taking it over next or just checking in once in a while or editing a few articles if they need or writing an article or I think that we both just we want to stay involved. <laughs> sure. So I noticed that also on um, your Bloom website, I noticed there's a creator spotlight. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about the creator spotlight as well? Absolutely. So creator spotlight is a place where military kids can you send in their artwork, their photos, their music, their poems, any kind of art or way that they express themselves. And we will feature it on our website and on our social media accounts. Um, So we've had some really great pieces, both from our writers and from our readers and our followers who just felt really inspired or had a piece that they thought really resonated with the military lifestyle. And it is such a cool thing to see how everyone expresses themselves and to see how they 
how they depict military life. And I just think it's so unique. And everyone can submit to that by going to our website and clicking on the little Bloom Creator Spotlight button. You can submit it and we will post it on the site. Great. You read my mind. That was going to be my, <laughs> my next question. Can anybody, um, can anybody send anything in? So, so is this for all ages, all ki military kids of all ages, or would you say that this is more for high school or? I feel like it's, it's definitely, it's intention when being made was for teenagers, but I think that a lot of the themes and a lot of the things that we talk about are for all ages, not just kids, but also adults read these. We had an article about kids moving during COVID-19 that a lot of adults were sending in comments saying, this really struck me because my child is going through this and I can't imagine how they're handling it or my niece is doing this. And I think that a lot of the themes resonate with all ages and it's really cool to see all ages read it. We've had, you know, little kids participate in our bingos and we've had adults yeah. read our articles and it's been so much fun to see how it's translated across the ages. Our MSEC for the sake of the child podcast is all about telling stories. Do you have any final stories or words of encouragement for other military kids that you'd like to end with? I would say we lead a very interesting and different lifestyle than other people. And a lot of military kids see that as a disadvantage, like that's putting them at a loss or they're behind other people because of this lifestyle. But I think that in the grand scheme of things, it's really more helpful. We get to experience more of the world and we get to experience more situations and we get to make friends everywhere. And I think that although it is a very hard lifestyle and we have to go through a lot, it's a lifestyle that you should cherish while you have because you'll never get to do something like that ever again unless you marry someone in the military. But definitely take every single opportunity that's thrown at you because this lifestyle is so unique and different and you never know what cool things could happen if you just take a chance and try something new. Very good. Very good. Well, I will tell you, Elena, that this is, you're in the kind of the infant stage of your bloom and you're already knocking it out of the park. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly over 20 plus years ago. This is exactly the way that military child education started with some, some adults sitting around the table saying, Hey, how do we help out transitioning military kids and, and parents and families? And, and, you know, here we are 20 plus years later and still moving strong. And I can only see this, this uh, growing for you and um, and getting better and better here. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. So, we're really excited to see where this goes. We have some big things coming and we're really, really excited to share them with everyone and to see where Bloom takes us. Wonderful. Well, at S2S, we're really excited to start partnering with Bloom and um, we definitely want to tell all of our students that we work with and all our S2S teams all over the world, we want to let them know about your website and we want to send them to you. And, uh, and this is just another avenue for them to get help. And that's what we're about. Looks like you and us are about the same thing. <laughs> so, well, thank you very much for joining us today, Elena. And maybe next time we talk to you, we can get Matthew with us and we can just uh, all sit around and chat a little bit. Oh, that would be so much fun. Thank you for having me. I'm sure Matthew is very excited to come on the podcast. He <laughs> is always up for talking about Bloom. <laughs> Excellent.
Excellent. Thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast for the sake of the child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.